Welcome to Talking Baseball. It is time to preview the West Region Dodgers, Astros, and all those teams. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name's Jimmy. I got Jake sitting next to me. I got Trev in California. Producer BBD in the corner like Baby from Dirty Dancing. Oh. We're going to preview the West. Welcome to the show. Jake, is your favorite part of the country the West? Ooh, no. No. Okay. East Coast guy. Respect the West. Just I, I'm from the East Coast. What are you always saying? East Coast till I die. Always. That's always. his greeting. East Coast till I die. Um, I met you before the West was one. No, I love the West Coast. Um, especially my good friend Trevor Plouffe on the West Coast, and I'm sneaking us into the baseball. Not to get too far into baseball. Not that people are here for that, but uh. A lot of fun teams in the West. And I think I've had a lot of my takes change on some of these West Coast teams. Do you think there's a lot of fun teams in the West? I really do. And you know that. You fought me on my NL West teams. I still fight you on it. Trevor, how are you? Shocker with the East Coast bias to start off the Western Region preview. Come on. Shocker that you're a West Coast guy. Well, think about this. Thinking? The East... In the West, when we had our rap battle back in 1993-ish, sure. yeah. early 90s, I think the West took that one. I, did time. we ever get a score? I don't Was know. Was there yeah. ever a final? Yeah. I think they lost the scorecard, but Biggie's pretty good. Yeah, that's you guys had one player. You guys are like, you know, like the Angels before they had yeah. Shohei. He was sicker Rangel. than your average, though. Yeah. Well, about, I don't uh, know if he's Mike Trout. What about... I'm a Tupac um, guy. Okay. Ah! Okay. Oh, Jimmy right is deep in thought. Scary. Hove. <laughs> What's his fucking Jay-Z? name? Jay-Z. H-O-V? It's weird you that... remembered Hove and not Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah it's blowing my mind. Is Hove. it? I didn't want to say Hove. Uh, um, yeah, what about him? What about him? <laughs> I mean, what about Snoop Dogg? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dre. I mean, we can just oh, go well, on and well, on. West Coast rules the rap world. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a St. Louis guy. Cool party. Yeah, Because Nelly would have been a stud baseball player. That's what everyone says. Jake's been saying that. This episode yeah. is brought to you by James Drury, Harry Lewis, Sarge, Dan Hunaway, Nathan McRae, James Nagangast, mm. Nagangast, James Nagangast, Jimmy Nags, Vinny Tran, Chris Petralesi, Michael Saway, TC Gentry, Joseph Hosford, Brad Urbanowitz, Roger Abril. Mike Parchinski, Omar, and Cody Hamill. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to our most recent Patreons. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. We'll get you there. You can hang out and watch live with us. There are some people doing that as we speak. You want to get straight into the West? Jake, Whoa. are you going to navigate Trev's us? Trev's got some tidbits and stuff. Some tidbits and stuff. You got, tidbit? you got tidbits, Trev? We we could talk a little bit about Let's what talk we a discussed bit. earlier. Get going. It's time for Trevor's Tidbits. 
All right, Trev, what do you got? What are the tidbits coming to you, coming to us from you today? These aren't your typical tidbits, okay? okay. We're not finding out breaking news here, but when we say something and, and maybe something changes, I feel like it's okay to address it, or we should address it. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me mention on this show many times before about how these inter-squad games are going to be completely useless. They don't really get you ready for real games. Now we've been through about, what, a week of this now? Something like that. And yeah, maybe even more. I don't, I don't know. Kind of what we're seeing around the league is these hitters and pitchers coming out to talk about inter-squads and, and, and how they may actually be beneficial because of the instant feedback the hitters can give to the pitchers. So it's not something new. You know, before um, in spring training, the first few days you do face your own pitchers. It's just called live BP. You go there, you tell them at that point what you saw, you know, what, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I just think we're getting more of it now, and I think guys are realizing that, okay, this could be beneficial, especially to the pitchers. So we're starting to see some worth with these inter-squad games in maybe, I don't even know what you would call it, a little development, which I wasn't anticipating. So I thought that's cool to talk about and share like what's going on. These guys are saying like maybe we should even continue this next year. Let's just maybe do half games against teams, half games against our own guys because you know, what? what is spring training for but to get ready for the season? And they're feeling like this is going to help these guys out a little bit. So have you been talking to pitchers or hitters? Because from the Yankees camp and the Yankees interviews, the the pitchers love it, and the hitters are dying to not face their own pitchers anymore. The Yankees hitters have been like, I cannot wait to face another team. I think it benefits the pitchers a lot, which is really cool. I think it benefits the pitchers, and I'm sure they're saying that about specifically Garrett Cole because you don't want to feel like you're getting abused every single time you go to the plate. Dude, and Garrett Cole's quote was like, I'm just trying to win the game. Like, he was like, yeah. he's like, chill out, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you're, going, if you're going against your own staff and, like, you have a good staff, you're probably like, dude, I wish we could face um, the Orioles on the road and face a couple of their double-A guys at the back end of the game as well. Like, you kind of want some easy at-bats so you get that confidence up. But you're, if you're continuously getting beat down, and which I believe, you know, the Yankees hitters, maybe you're saying that. You got Garrett Cole, you got um, Paxson's been throwing, right? And their bullpen. Like, facing those bullpen guys, you know, switching off, one inning on, when one inning on, you know, like, it's not fun. So Yeah. But it is interesting. They even said that underground baseball league with Stanton and Scherzer and all them and Corbin or whoever was there. Yeah. They said the same thing. Like very rarely can you be like, hey, why did you throw that pitch after that pitch? And you get to like ask right away. Yeah, cool. that was more probably like the live BP. But I think really what they benefited was these guys, you know, it's basically like an all-star game out there. You know, so you're getting feedback from different players on different teams that you normally wouldn't get to, to talk to. And Trev, call me out on this if this is soft, but I mean, if I'm a pitcher, dude, I don't want to throw in on my guys. Like, I know I've seen one highlight from Yankees camp where someone threw up and in on Luke Voigt, yeah. and you just, you hold your breath and you gasp, and I think there's, as a hitter and a pitcher, you both have to hate that. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and that was one of my points on why these games are kind of useless, because you're not going to pitch the way you normally pitch. Like, you're not going to go in, a pitcher's not going to say, guess what? I need to establish this part of the plate, and I'm going to throw it. And if I hit you, I hit you. 
that's a thought that a lot of pitchers throughout the year have. And I right. really feel like they, they're they trying not to have that thought you process can. when hitters on their own team are in the box. Yeah. So that kind of brings me to my other point about this, and it's almost like a counterpoint, which is, you know, just bear with me here. Okay. We've had a few examples now of guys that I've talked to where these games, you know, typical baseball plays happen, but they're aggressive baseball plays, and that's causing a little bit of friction uh, between teammates as well. Plays at mm. the plates or plays at the plate slides into the bases, stuff of that nature. That's where you kind of got to be careful here as well. You want to play baseball. You don't want to go take it easy because that's where injuries can happen as well. So there's this fine line. You're towing this line with still being aggressive but not trying to hurt your own players. So it's it's we're getting the feedback from the hitters to the pitchers, which is good. And a negative aspect would be this. You can't really go in and go balls out during these games. Right. I believe you said you saw something where – Aircrafts didn't even try to apply a tag because why would he? Why would he put himself and his yeah. base runner in harm's way? Play at the plate and he just let him slide through. <laughs> it was Void again. Bang, bang. And Void ripped his knee up. Yeah, so it's interesting how these things have been going. It's We've yeah. heard mostly good things about him. It's a controlled environment. More con- more control, which is conducive to player development. Cool. I, I, I think it's interesting. I'm over it. I'm ready for, like, the next start of games and stuff like that. And it's been really hard for the fielders. Like, we haven't made – I haven't seen any, like, spectacular plays besides the Tigers outfielders who are young and trying to make the team or the clubby for uh, the Dodgers, Chico. <laughs> Chico, making plays, baby. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. Get started. You know, the only reason they do – a lot of spring training games against other teams is for financial reasons. They're trying to sell tickets and make money. But, you know, if players really want this, I, I, I could see uh, a world in a year from now where we're doing more and more inter-squads, less games against other teams. You want to hear something you're going to hate? Sure. I'd pay more to go see the Yankees play the Yankees in spring training than to go see the Yankees play the Orioles or the Pirates or the Blue Jays in spring training. Kind of fair. Like, I'd... I get to see 18 Yankees, not just nine. I pay much more. You're also a diehard Yankee fan, so I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The I casual could, baseball fan, I don't you think would like that. I think that a lot of diehard fans would rather see 18 of their guys rather than just nine. If you're a Twins fan and you could go to Twins camp and see a Twins scrimmage, that's fun. Yeah, yeah I guess. It's just it's not you're not gonna it's not a game then it's just like you're look you're watching well, spring practice. training isn't a game either not the game yeah not the game the first I would say the first three or four innings of spring training is like a game talking about practice yeah towards the end towards the end it's a joke yeah all right that's all, right. all I had let's get into the west to the west to the west everything you own in a box to the west um. Jake, where are we starting? Take us on the journey. Shout out to Queen B. We've been doing the story, Ellie Crescendo, a worst to first of sorts. And I, think, I have you as Sacagawea guiding us. I think there's there's two clearly bottom teams here. I think one team has some young guys that they want to see stuff from, and one team has some veteran dudes that are more trades piece. I think from a pure viewing standpoint, I'm going to put these guys last, and I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants. There's still a few bodies from the old guard. I mean, Brandon Crawford, Evan Longoria, Brandon Belt, Hunter Pence. I mean, these guys, if you're a Giants fan, there's a lot of good memories there. 
Uh, but this team stinks. Um, the the bottom of their lineup now looks disgusting, and the old guys I just mentioned, not all of them necessarily have a lot going on. Hopefully, you know, maybe Brandon Bell could put something together and be a trade piece. I mean, all-star Hunter Pence. All-star Hunter Pence, get hot, 37, still doing the thing, so I appreciate that. Wilmer Flores in free agency, your guy. Yeah. Um, Hunter Pence is a swing revolution guy. He changed his whole swing, and he tore it up last year. There you go. And then he got hurt. I mean, he ended with a 9-10 OPS. I know. They've got Sandoval on the bench, and everyone's seen that going around with that kind of a a, if a if a Jake Storielli ate a Jake Storielli yeah, yeah, look yeah. going right now. Yeah, I heard they're calling uh, the bench a seesaw when Sandy, Sandoval's on it. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I don't like that. I, like I just that. heard that. Bleep that out! I just heard that um, because he's so fat that his side sinks to the bottom <laughs> and the other side goes up. There's some guys in the Giants rotation I'm kind of rooting for. Cueto comes back. That's fun. I've Are just. You? I've always liked Samarja from his Notre Dame football days. I don't uh, like him for that exact same reason. I saw him dominate our all-time for- reception leader with Brady Quinn. Gossman, I actually liked Gossman as a free agent signing. I want the Angels to sign him, and we'll get to later. Gossman could be a potential trade candidate, one-year contract. Again, there might not be a ton of trades this year, but going to San Francisco, that's a pretty pitcher-friendly park. Um, I've got my eye on Gossman, and if you're a team that needs an arm, their bullpen was surprisingly good last year. Will Smith leaves, but otherwise, I don't know. There's going to be some good nostalgia in San Fran, you know, Posey tapped out, but eh, bad baseball. Just, I'm looking at this organization, and usually when you see a team that's like not going to compete, like you look at their prospect list, you're like, oh, like they have a bunch of guys. And the top end is heavy. I mean, I don't know any of these guys, but according to Fangrass, they have the 10th, 24th, and 71st overall prospect in the game, which is that a lot? Joey, Joey Bart's supposed to be legit. I think that's around par for the course, but they just like fully kicked into rebuild mode. They're in no man's land right now. Yeah. Like, this is going to be tough. They don't have guys you can trade. Like, okay, maybe Brandon Belt, but no one that's going to bring you back, you know, high draft picks or high prospects. Well, so, la- last year was the last year of Bochi, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a full changing of the guard. Like, Mad Bum's out, Bochi's gone. So, you're right. They are kind of in no man's land where they want to lose. They're tanking. Yes. Yes. Our dude Gabe over there. I love Gabe. Gabe. Trev's guy. Yeah. I love Gabe, too. Great for business. I'm really curious, you know, to see if they've tapped Gabe as, like, the guy that's going to lead him through this entire thing. Because a lot of times, sometimes these managers, they go in there for the transitional phase and they leave. But Gabe's different, dude. You're shaking your head, but Gabe's different. He's a a transitional. He's a young guy who completely buys into analytics and the player development side. So, you don't, I mean, the and, and uh, him and the, the GM have a relationship as well. It, it's, I see where you're coming from, but I don't think it's a slam dunk that he's just going to be gone. Like, Ron Gardenhire is probably going to be gone. Like, he's, he doesn't, probably doesn't want to manage anymore. Like, Gabe <laughs> is in this. He's young. He's in it. Bochy will be back. He said it's just a sabbatical. Mm. You're out of your mind if you think Bochi is going to come back and manage the team in two years. No chance. Write it down, BBD. I don't think Write he will. Write it down. I, I, don't think, down. I don't think Bochi will be back. He's good. He said he wants to manage again, so I think he might get a crack at it. Gabe's not there for the long haul, dude. 
How many years? You give them one year? Two. Until they start being good, and then they'll yeah, be out. Yeah, this year's a wash. I don't, I don't believe it. Next year, if they show they, they, they something. hired him. Usually, that happens when you don't. If you're not hired by the person in charge, a new regime comes in. Yes, you get axed because they want to bring their own manager in. They hired Gabe. They they know who he is. They think he can handle player development. He did it for the Dodgers, who was like the shining example of player development. I'm just saying, pump the brakes on the whole. Gabe's there only in a transitional phase. All right, we'll check in on you two check and on. Gabe. And- We'll check in on you two and Gabe Kapler. Is Brandon Hyde the manager of the future for the Orioles? No idea. Okay. Okay. Fair. I don't know the I don't know the situation. Like, did this, I'm rooting is, for Gabe. Like, I is said, there a new regime? Did they hire him? Gabe is great. Great entertainment. Was Brandon Hyde part of the Dodgers player development restructuring? Stop with, stop with your East Coast bias, Trev. Um, you know, Yastrzemski's always nice to see in a baseball jersey. San Fran, it's going to be a long year. Any, we spent any, too much time on this team already. Yeah, yeah, we really have. Uh, the other dud in the West Coast uh, is the Mariners. The reason that I, I at least let them follow second is because I do think they are in kind of this let's find a couple young guys. The The prospect everyone loves is Kellenic. Uh He's probably a year or two away, probably a year. Everyone's starting to go nuts over this guy. But this year is a big let's see who can do it year. For guys like J.P. Crawford was a big trade piece they got from the Phillies. Uh, Shed Long supposed to be leading off. Uh, Kyle Lewis, Evan White, the first baseman who they gave a contract to. This team, if you're a Mariners fan, this can be a fun season for you because you're going to be seeing some young guys that could potentially be part of the future or you're going to be finding out who's not a part of the future. Sounds like they have a plan. Uh, they'll probably make the first trade of the 60-game season, so that's Ooh. exciting. I hope, good take. I hope you say Kikuchi deals because I want to root for him to be good. So much pine tar that guy uses. Maybe mm. the best color scheme in the big leagues? Crispiest camera in the bigs. When you watch a game at Safeco, it's got a whole different vibe to it than any other behind-the-pitcher camera. So I like that. Okay, yeah, we got it. We're we're searching for positives here. <laughs> I like that the color scheme kind of reminds you of the Pacific North Northwest. It's like you know it's that great. dark green, yeah. Especially when they throw the little touch of silver in there. Mm. Big fan of that. Maybe I'm just like Ken Griffey back in the day bias because everybody wanted to be just like him. But yeah, I mean, look, it's not going to be a fun year for Mariners fans. You you might get to catch a prospect here or there, but. I think the AOS is a pretty good division. They got a lot of speedsters. Just run like I like crazy. some of the guys on the team. I, I I played with JP. I know Malik's. I played with him as well. Um, fun guys to watch. JP can play some baseball. He can play shortstop. We saw him make some spectacular plays last year. Offensively, he needs to bulk up. I tried telling him that back in the day. Kind of a catch-22 because in the end, you bulk up. You're not going to be making those plays. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I've been watching Kellenic. He's had a few homers in this uh, summer camp. He looks great. That'll be fun to watch him because everybody is all over him. Yeah, his swing is nice. Sweating Kellenic hard. Jake, are you, you and Shed Long still show. Me and Shed Long are currently in a beef. I'm willing to resolve it over any time. It was over an issue in the Little League World Series last year. Yeah. 
Um, Ex-Yankee Shed Long. Yeah. So, great baseball name. If you're a Mariners fan, I think you can have fun this season. There's a lot of young guys that, you know, if this plan starts to go to fruition, J.P. Crawford is a guy that could be a Mariner for the next five, seven years. Um, Lewis, Fraley, White. So, get excited for the young guys, but it's not – you guys aren't doing anything. Is Justice Sheffield taking the next step? He could. You know, he w- he was a big prospect for the Yankees. They've got him as the seventh in the org. He's going to get a full season. You're that That's all you're finding out. Is Marco Gonzalez good? He's had a couple good seasons. He's the ace of that staff. He wouldn't be an ace of a lot of staffs. It's. A, I think this is a fun exploration year, just kind of like, you know, sophomore year of college. Yeah. You want to hear how they start? The season? Do it. Schedule Jim. Big schedule guy. Yeah. They got a tough journey. I think they start with the Astros. Ooh. Pulling it up. Yep. They start with three against the Astros, three against the Angels, then three against the A's, then three against the Angels. So they go against their meat of their division right away. Damn. Yeah, I think we're done with the Mariners. No no offense to our diehard Mariners fans. You guys know what's coming this year. Uh, go Tim Lopes. Go Tim Lopes, they'll mm-hmm. say. Um, I think we got to keep it in the West, and it's my Rockies. Uh, I'm not happy about it. I so like the Rockies. Keep it in the West? Keep it in the West. Yeah, the whole show. We're we're just the whole show in the West. Yeah. Well, you tried to. You guys started talking Brandon Hyde last time. We're going to my Rockies, the Rock Pile. It's the same story for the Rockies since their start. The lineup's pretty nice. (laughs) There's a lot of dudes in the lineup you're gonna like. Uh, Herman Marquez is legit and would probably be talked about a lot more if he wasn't a Rocky. Uh, but the question is how much pitching they're going to get. When they get some good pitching, we've seen this team go to the wild card games uh, recently. But last year, the pitching fell apart, and they were one of the worst teams in baseball. So if they can get some pitching, which, hey, maybe the 60 games helps, maybe it doesn't. Um, if they do pitch, like the Rockies are going to be around in the wild card, but that is a big if for them. Yeah, the Rockies didn't do much to like improve at any point. Yeah. And I think they're. Uh, I think they may have really not wanted baseball this season. Mm. I think the rumor is allegedly that Rockies management ownership were some of the people that were pretty. Uh, we don't need it. We're yeah. cool without it. So I don't know. Sucks to be a player for that squad when they didn't help at the deadline last year, didn't help in the off season, and were big advocates of not playing. If you're a player for the Rockies, that kind of blows. I don't know how you get motivated. It's uh it's like a it's like a major league situation. That's yeah, how. <laughs> we we we've we've heard the same rumors about the ownership group. As a player, you know, whatever, dude. Like you're you're out there, this is your career, like you focus on what you can control. You know. Would you would you want a guy that's an ownership group that supported you and you're wanted you to play baseball? Yes. Yes. Is that gonna affect your season? Probably not. Uh, the one question I have for you, Jake, as the Rockies expert on the yes, pod, my rocks. What's up with John Gray? Yeah, like he's really good, right? Yeah, he. Uh, if, but if is I'm he really good, or is like is in my mind? Do I just think this guy's really good? Um. So what sucks for the Rockies is they are always going to be the. 
hey, I think John Gray's pretty talented. Like, we should go trade for that guy. And the Rockies are saying, like, hey, I know his stats aren't amazing, but John Gray is good. He just plays at Coors. But I think he had he had one kind of lost year in 2018 where he gave up the most earned runs in baseball, 27 homers. Outside of that, he's he's been solid. And if you take those numbers outside of Coors, John Gray's a pretty talented pitcher. So, And that's the thing. And this is where Rockies fans can kind of turn on you. They say, hey, Marquez is good. John Gray is good. Freeland was a disaster last year. If he can turn it around and figure it out, you know, they'd obviously need more guys to step up, and their bullpen is just atrocious. But starting pitching-wise, if this was, if you took these guys and put them on another team, you'd be like, okay, I like a couple of these guys. Yeah, but they yeah, have, I don't they think have park adjusted crazy. stats, though. Like, you don't just you don't just guess at those things anymore. Like, they have park adjusted stats. Sure. So I'm looking for them right now. I mean, in in 2017, Gray had a 138 ERA plus, and in 2019, he was a 135. So like, yeah. he can put a year together. Yep. Marquez is good. They let him eat an 11 earned run outing last season. Yeah. Which kind of ruined his. <laughs> numbers. That, that's tough. That's <laughs> they let him made him eat a two point two eleven earned runs uh, outing. So that sucks. Th- this staff reminds me of the Brewers. It's like, yeah, they're good. They're not scaring nobody. Yeah, but opposite bullpen. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the rotation. Pitching. Talking about just, just the, the rotation. Pitching. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at some more of the gray gray's peripherals, and he's. Not as good on those as I've expected him to be. He's an above-average pitcher, slightly above-average pitcher. But I've faced him, and he's fucking nasty, dude. Yeah. Dude, the, the lineup's there. Dahl, Story, Blackman, Arenado, that weirdo Murphy. I mean, it's there. Tony Walters played like 158 games last year. They've, they've got other dudes that can take a ne- next step, too. Ryan McMahon had a pretty solid year for a young player. Brendan Rodgers is a big-time prospect, and you've got guys like, you know, Matt Kemp, a non-roster invite. Can he put a little Matt Kemp magic together in cores? Like, that lineup can be deep. It's the it's the Rockies' lifetime story. Like, we can mention different guys and different names. If yeah. they can get dudes out, they'll win games. But that's... That's it's the problem. It, you know, it, they're never going to get free agents to sign there as pitchers. Like, they have to develop pitching, and if they don't do that, they're going to have this problem year after year after year after year. They have Nobody a weird schedule. Well, they got schedule guy. They got three against the Rangers off day, two against the A's off day. Mm. So they burn two right away as well. Stay fresh. And Friend then of the pod, Drew Butera. Drew Bu. And Dahl, and then him. the Padres. And then the Giants, no. kind of a soft opening. If we're being honest, like if they want to make a run, they have three against the Rangers. We're not sure what they are right now. Then the A's, they're going to be good. But then they got, you know, two against the Padres and four against the Giants and three against the Mariners. So if they want to, if they want to try and I like it, get hot, shove it up managers, butt. ooh, managements, they Management. can. And that's I, I I don't think they'll be good. I think what this normally comes back to is I give the Rockies love. Jimmy chops me down a little bit. Watch sequence with Trevor Plouffe and David Dahl. But like I I'm just saying in the 60 game season, if they can get off to a decent start with that schedule, if they can pitch a little bit, like they can hover. I'm not I'm not putting any change down on the Rockies. 
I'm just saying they can hover. They will be middling, middling, <laughs> middling. Oh, can they, can they, can they, middling dead? Like they're going to hover. Hover. Hover boards. Hover and then boards. right before they crash, they're going to bl- blimp up a tiny little bit. I mean, we just, we're a year removed from them being, in 2018, they were 91 and 72. Yeah. And it's a lot, it's a lot of the same pieces. So, 87 wins the year before that. Last year, my schedule guy, they came into the All-Star break and they ran into the Astros and someone else. And then they, they went on, they were, they were in the wild card race last year and then they fell apart. So, don't don't be surprised if my rocks stick around. That's all I'm saying. Where are we going I'd, next, San Diego? I'd be surprised. Let's let's keep it in the West with Trevor's <laughs> Padres. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it in the West with Trevor's Padres. Trev, I'll kick it to you. You're starting to fall for these guys. You're falling for this broad. It's almost like I'm just. They've been constructing this roster and rebuilding for so long. They've invested so much money in this lineup, in this team. They have some big prospects that have come to the big leagues and actually been guys. So it's like it's got to come together. It's either going to come together or it's just going to be a disaster. But with the guys they have, I just don't see it becoming a disaster. Who do you like? Who do I like? Who do you like? Besides Machado and, and uh, Tatis and Paddock. I'm giving you those three easy, easy, I like those. Who else, like, jumps out? I, I don't know a lot of their prospects that are, that are supposed to be coming up, but I just like the roundness of their lineup. Like a guy like Tommy Pham coming over, bringing some energy. I dig that. Hosmer, we, I love Hosmer. Um, he has to step it up. Like, that's a guy that, like, if he goes in there and, like, kind of retools his swing, working with, with, with Machado for a second year, figures something out, get, get the ball in the air a little bit more. Like, if he can help them ride uh, the 60-game season out, he's a guy I'm looking to. Uh, Profar, coming over from the A's. He's a guy. Like, he has been a guy or, like, can be a guy. Like, they need guys to step up. They need guys from their prospect list to come up as well. But it's just time. They have a great bullpen too. Like I always look at bullpens, especially in this 60 game season. They have the pieces. It's like can they take the next step? It's it's it is a matter and, of and, when. and by the way, all I said was they're gonna finish one game over five hundred. So you're like I'm not defending them and saying they're gonna <laughs> win the West. All right. You just like the trajectory they're on. They have to go. It has to happen. It's a matter of when. I don't like their rotation. Say it, baby. I don't know. I mean, Paddock should be a stud. But then who else have they got? Richards, been hurt. And then even then. So Richard Richards gets hurt a lot. When he pitches, he looks good. Um, Zach Davies is Zach Davies. He's a guy that you're fine having in your rotation. Joey Lucchesi is a lefty that throws innings. And Lamette's the other guy that they want to break out. His strikeout numbers are silly. Coming off injury, right? Bugs Bunny. And, like, if if he can put it together, he could be the other wipeout guy for them. And then get it to the bullpen. But, hey, I mean, a lot of I like Zach Davies coming over with the Trent Grisham, right? And he, you know, San Diego's a pitcher's park. Like, if you you put Zach Davies' numbers and then you give him a little San Diego effect, like, he could have a really solid year. Same with Lucas. Like, 
Richards, Davies, and Lucchesi, if they're your three through five, I think you're okay. They need a second dude to step up. I'm not, how- not going to pretend that I know about these guys a lot. But when okay. you look at their list, I, I, what I said before when I said they're going to win one game, be one game over 500, I was talking about how many guys they have on the MLB overall top 100 list on the prospect list. That's that's a good thing. You want to have as many guys on as you can. Hopefully, I'll hoping take. that a couple of them are going to pan out. Yeah. You know what I would Mackenzie Gore, Padres. Luis Patino, the third and 18th overall guys. They're both pitchers. They're a year away. One, uh, they're saying Patino's going to be up there this year. Yeah. You know what I'll so say about the Padres? That's what I'm talking about. They're on a trajectory. They are a feisty fan base. They got the brown back in the uniforms. This should be a fun two months of baseball for them. I don't expect them to make any, like, I don't expect them to be a wild card team. I don't even need them to be a game over 500. But there's a lot of young guys, and we were talking about the guy with the, the Tigers that emailed, uh, tweeted at us, like, all, like, the young Ray. guys that he was Ray, that he was excited to see. Ray. And we were like, hey, they're not going to play those young guys because they don't want to mess up the service time. The Padres are going to play their young guys. So it should be really fun to or see these guys. Or at least attempted to, yeah. Or at least attempt to and get, give them some reps. Here's here's a take, Trev, I'm interested to see. Mm. I'd like the Padres to have a 500 record or better after they get eliminated mathematically. Ooh. What? Jimmy thinks they quit. No, oh. I, no I just want them to not quit. That was gotcha. something that the Yankees in 2016, they were eliminated, but they did really well after they were eliminated. And the next year in 2017, they all said that. Like, did you see how we finished last year? We finished strong because we knew we were going to, you know, we had something brewing. So I hope the that's where, these uh, guys, that's where a guy like Hosmer steps in, a guy like some Machado energy steps in. They got to be able yeah. to keep it going. And, yeah. the, and these guys realize the position they're in. And that's kind of not only do you have to go perform, but this is you're a leader. You have to make sure that happens. And especially on a young team like this, they understand that. So, yeah, I, will, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's that's fine. Yeah, you want to continue to play out the season. Yeah. I wish they had one more bat. I wanted them to get Puig because Tatis, we're expecting him to be special. Machado, uh, you know, if anyone could put two months together, it's a guy like Manny Machado. Fam sneakily has some of the best on-base numbers in baseball like the past couple years. Like, he'll be on base in front of Machado. Um, it would be nice if Hosmer could step up. I would, I would like if they have one more bat because they can go four through nine, and if you're a good pitcher – like, you could get through those innings pretty easily. Um, but I don't know. That's the Padres. And we skimmed over the bullpen, but they do have guys in there that you know no, and young really guys. it's a really good bullpen. Yeah. It's a yeah. really, really good so, bullpen. Get some and leads. I do know Mackenzie Gore, their number one prospect. I watched okay. him pitch. He has this cr- he's a left-handed guy, crazy high leg kick. Go watch highlights of him if you haven't. Again, him and Luis Patino. Patino. Those are like the type of guys that I'm talking need to – they're here. And that's that's the question with young guys. Is it this year? Is it next year? Is it 2022? But, I, you know, the Padres are – they're on their way. Coutinho's minor league numbers are incredible. So he's dominated every single level. So if you're 60-game sprint, man, I would love to see him. Patino. Do you guys want to keep it in the West? I'm thinking – 
Oh, I was thinking the Rangers were next on the list. I think they are, but I think we need to close it off with the Diamondbacks. I don't think the Diamondbacks are far enough ahead of the Padres and Rockies that we can jump back and forth from division. Let's We'll save the Dodgers, but let's finish off this middle chunk of the NL West, which I enjoy for some reason. I yep. get I, I get critiques for this. The By d- me, who I'm just being a butthead. Oh, my God. Imagine. The NOS doesn't do anything for me. Dodgers are just going to run away with it. Everyone else is just going to beat themselves up. No one's going to do anything. I like the NOS, and I think the Diamondbacks deserve more respect. If they were in more of a baseball city, and I don't want this to be a shot fired at Phoenix or whatever, but... Cole Tucker just says hotbed. I, I think if we saw this team in St. Louis or one of the Chicago teams, I think we'd be saying nicer things because... I mean, Cattell Marte was special last year. They add Starling Marte. Eduardo Escobar's a ball player. I love watching that dude play. They've got guys you know up and down the lineup. Not a ton of special dudes, but MLB guys. And they've got some young pitchers that did okay last year, and they added Mad Bum. Like, uh, a team that won, I think, 85 games last year, they added pieces. Like, I, I think if this team was in a more baseball-known city, you'd hear more hype about them. I think they are a step above the Padres and Rockies. Okay. Well, I think they're all on separate yeah. steps. Like, just just literally one step higher. One step. <laughs> and then the Dodgers are at the top of the staircase. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I do think that they're they're a good team. Uh, and they've been making, like, strategic trades and stuff. They bring in Cole Calhoun, um, the Marte dudes together. Everyone's excited about that. But, yeah, if Bumgarner can be good and he's got his horses now and he's in the desert. Yeah. Robbie Ray. Luke Weaver had a hell of a start to the season last year before he went down. So, I, I like I like them, but it's just like the Dodgers are there and they're going to win the division. So yeah. gonna, it's going to take something happening negatively to the Dodgers for them to make a run at this thing. Even in the wild card portion, that's probably what they're realistically shooting for, obviously. Um Gonna be tough. Gonna be tough. They're, the wild they're, card race. I don't even get how it's gonna work. I think one of these West teams steps up. I really do. And gets uh, a spot. I think. I think like what you're saying. Yes, the D-back should have a slight leg up on the Padres. The Padres should have a slight leg up on the Rockies. But again, once you do that, I have over, those two flipped. Padres over the Rockies. I have Rockies over the Padres. Oh really? Yeah. Oh contraire, mon frere. Padres are really young. Okay. Um, Don't look at me like they, I. You guys are acting like I'm picking the Padres to shock the world. I'm not. I picked them to go finish one game over five. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm, I think that's fair. I just think I think the Rockies are a more talented team than the Padres right now. The Padres are on a a path to yes. surpass them yeah. quickly. And, and I don't know, like what they're doing here, what their plan is. Are is Arizona in win now mode? I don't think it's win now. I think they found a price on Mad Bum that worked. Like that, that whole thing came out of yeah. left field, and he's not Madison Bumgarner any or the the guy we know that owned World Series, but he still throws good innings. And uh, just I know you can do these stats with every team, but the 2018 Dodgers did start out 30 and 30. Um, so again, it's it's just what can happen in this kind of season. 16 and 26 to start the 2018 season for the Dodgers. Um, I just think there's the question marks are pretty big. Like, is Cattell Marte a star? 
because he had a crazy year last year, but a lot of people were saying juice ball. But, okay, if I told you a team brought in Starling Marte and Madison Bumgarner, you would say they're in win-now mode. So I I don't know. I I think this team maybe deserves a little more respect, but I also understand why they don't get it. Is Baumgartner going to be good? I don't know, man. It's it's this is a weird like when you're just looking at the overall roster construction, then you kind of see what they have coming up. They're right in, again with that kind of like no man's land. Like, do they do they trade guys off and get ready for 2021 and 2022? They don't Probably have many sm- guys to do that with. Probably a right? smart business move. It's fu- like their their pitching staff is like four guys you'd love to have as your fourth starter. <laughs> like how did, Eddie how, Eddie, es- <laughs> Eddie Escobar could be an excellent trade piece in a short. I year love like him, this. dude. They love, love him there too, and they want him to be there. But if you could if you could give him to someone this year and get a it's haul kind of for a, him, why not? Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Mike Lee opted out for them. Baseball wise, a little bit another arm, another arm. I think he, you know, he makes his starts. Hey, I mean the DH kind of helps right now. They have Jake Lamb in there. They, I know Jake Lamb's fallen out a little bit there, but he's got a a big year or two under his belt. I don't know, like this, it's a Diamondbacks team that can sneak up on you a little bit. Um, God, and I don't know if the if one of those other West teams dies, like they could find themselves in the wild card race pretty easily. Yeah. Mad Bum, one wild card game? I'll watch. Wow. Rooting for that. Rooting for that so hard. I'd watch. Okay. See? Mad Bum in a wild card game? That's why we do this. Into um, it. Mad Mad Bum versus DeGrom. Wild card game? Ooh. Okay. Cindergaard throws with his left arm. Um, guys, let's jump over to the West. Um, I think we want to leave the Dodgers and we'll circle up with the cream of the crop, potentially the cream of the crop in baseball and the Dodgers. In this AL West, I think we have to start with the Texas Rangers, my biggest coin flip team of the season. <laughs> I think I think there's almost opposite parallels to the Rockies. The Rockies, the question, you know, are they going to get anybody out? The question for Texas is how much offense can they score around Gallo? And... This old man stud pitching staff, and what do they have left in the tank? Is is Mike Miner going to be shoving inside changeups down your throat? Is Klubot back? Gibby, go check him out on sequence with Trevor Plouffe. Um, Lance Lynn will be shoving fastballs down your face. Like this rotation could be top five in baseball or bottom five. It's my favorite rotation in baseball. Because of that reason. Yeah. And I, I just mean it's a storyline I want to watch. Like, it's it's more of like, can this work? It's five professional arms. They don't have, like, a young gun that they're testing out. They're, that's trying to break to the next level. Except Taylor Hearn. Love you, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, but out of the five. Yeah. You know, Lynn, Miner, Kluber, Gibson, Lyles. They're not asking any of those dudes to be something they've never been before. They're not asking any of them to take a step up. They're literally saying... Your base average season, please give it to us for 60 games, and we think that's a winning rotation. It's not a blow-your-doors-out rotation. It's not really a scary rotation, but that, that, that's why I think it's fun. They're not really asking a lot from these guys. Just go be you, and we think we can win. So I think I, I, I'm excited to see. And, and you're right. It could fail miserably. I, I told Gibby the same thing. Um, I was like, man, we can't figure out your team. 
for the life of us. You know, what are you guys going to do? And obviously he's very optimistic as everybody is in spring training slash summer camp. Uh, one thing he did say to me, which I found interesting. Okay. We kind of know who their pitchers are. You know, like you said, they just want to get their baseline out. Bullpen, they have a few guys. Leclerc is a big swing and miss guy. You've got Taylor Hearn, hopefully just throwing like 99 just by dudes. I would love uh, to see that all year. Hunch. But one hunch. guy that Gibby said, as I said, like, give me a guy. Like, who who's a guy that, like, you think is, like, looks really good? And it's a guy that's had a lot of success in the league before, kind of working his way back. And Gibby said some of the stuff – uh, that they did player development-wise with him, changing the mechanics and the way he's throwing, uh, is Cody Allen. Mm. Gibby says he looks incredible. And if you just find a diamond in the rough like that, just like sitting in your backyard, like that's that's a piece that could really, really help you. So if you just have the pitching locked down, we know this offense can do things. Dude, not, when did they I, pick him up? The baseball reference simulated 2020 season mm. has him starting with the Pittsburgh Pirates and being traded to the Rangers. Trade. Whoa. Isn't that weird? <laughs> now he's with the Rangers? Interesting. Baseball reference simulated Whoa. seasons. Freaking me out, man. That's I, funny. I'm looking right now on the fan graphs. It said he came. Was he in spring training with Minnesota? Because it said they got him from uh, Minnesota in February of this year. So he might have like it, been released by Minnesota. Yeah, looks like he did spring training with the Rangers. Looks like he had four games. Yeah, released in February or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's just so funny cuz we wonder for a lot of these teams we wonder what the formula would be like, you know, just the team we just did the Diamondbacks. It's like, okay, you know, does Cattell Marte take off that lineup special? Does the starting rotation are they better than we thought? If this team does it, <laughs> The starting rotation is going to be shoving six, seven innings every day. So just figure it out in the bullpen. Like, that's actually a huge advantage if you can count on that. And then it's Joey Gallo, and what do you get around him? We like Willie Calhoun. Um, I, he, can be a, he could be a potential biggest, like, yeah. if you follow baseball name, you might not know from last year that you will know this year if, if he does what he can do. All Shinsu Chu does is get on base. It's... I wish they had one more calling card. Like, I wish I could look at this lineup and be like, you know what? Defensively, they can really pick it. But a lot of guys are kind of in quirky positions. There's not a lot of, like, big-time gold glovers. I, I wish there was, like, one more nuance that made this team, like, almost must-watch TV. But we're all in for the story. What's yeah. interesting is, like, we said, like, what, what mode is this team in? This is a win-now mode. It has to be because they don't have anything coming up behind it. I mean, I was part of the organization for a, a small time, and I didn't really see anything. And now that I'm looking at these prospect lists, you know, they have zero people in the top 100 list. That's not what you want. Yeah. So that's telling me, like, they're trying to win this year. If they don't win this year, boy. And they got the new stadium, and this is a little bit of a deep cut, but a lot of people talk about Nick Solak. He's a former Yankees farmhand. I think he can – I think he can hit, and I think the problem was finding him a position, and I think they're still figuring that out. But, again, I'm just looking for whoever they can pair with Gallo because I think there's a chance he's special. Like, there's a chance he walks away with the MVP. Um, Didn't Solak hit a walk-off in his debut? Is that why people talk about him? Solak? I don't know. I just I see a lot of tweets about him. I'm, 
Yeah, he had a walk off in the second game of a doubleheader in his debut. So it was like cool. a fun intro. That's cool. That's cool. I think that's all cool. we've got for Texas. Texas forever, my friend. The next team that we have to talk about is my team. Yes, one of many. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Los Angeles Angels. They cut that out, Jake. They're just the Los Angeles Angels. Just the Los Angeles Angels. No more of Anaheim. Well, the Halos, as much as I want to kill them for Dylan Bundy being their second pitcher on their staff, and we'll get to the pitching staff, this lineup is pretty awesome. Um, It kind of didn't compute when they instantly signed Rendon, but... When Otani's right, Trout, Rendon, Otani, you're not going to find three better hitters a row in any lineup, I think, if those guys are right. Um, you know, can Justin Upton bounce back? What's Pujols got in the, the tank? You know Andrelton Simmons is going to be Andrelton Simmons. Uh, is Tommy Listella or David Fletcher for real? You got to love the heart of the lineup at minimum. I do like this lineup. The pitching just scares me, man. I mean, up and down from from bullpen to starting rotation. The the only guy is Otani for me, and he can be very special, but they're also going to have a restrictor plate on him. Um, so I think Haney's solid, but after that, there's so many question marks. Yeah. Does the pitching scare you because they lack pitching? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Shout out Haney. I just got to hang out with him. He's solid. Um, yeah, he's a stud. Solid. I, I mean, I agree with your assessment of the team. The Thanks. lineup is great. Thank you. Pitching, got to figure it out. I'm going to look right now if they have anybody coming up. I don't think they do. Griff Griff Canning is the dude. He came up last year. He's young. He's He's got some stuff. He's <laughs> But they're plugging him right in the middle of the rotation. It's not like, hey, let's see what Griff Canning's got. It's... It's go, Griff Canning. Please go. I follow Joe Adele on IG. Okay. Very curious to see what they're going to do with him. He's the number four overall ranked prospect in the minors. They don't really need him in the outfield right now. Hold him back for the seven, then let it rip. I would love that. Stop man. wasting. I, I kind of like. I'm all. Uh, usually, I'm so against prospects, but this year has me fired up for him. Mm. Mm. I don't know why. I'm fired up for Dylan Bundy to shove it down Jake's throat. I hope he does. I hope he does. I'm thinking. I, I just I'm thinking, haven't seen it. Thinking eight and two with the three four three ERA. Get him some Cy Young Ooh. votes. Uh, just Joey. There's no way he does that. <laughs> I don't know if that was yeah. clear. But um, I don't know. I think he's got better years than Haney ever has, so that's something saying for him, something going for him. Bundy's still twenty. Said I'm rooting for Dylan Bundy. I want Dylan Bundy to put egg on my face. I want Mike Trout to be playing base playoff baseball. So if Dylan Bundy has to make me look dumb for that, I'm all for it. Okay. I mean, he's out of the he's out of the AL East. He's out of Baltimore, where a fly ball to left is a homer, and he's out of Fenway, where a fly ball to left is a homer, and he's out of Yankee Stadium, where a fly ball to right's a homer. So that helps him out. Less homers, maybe. He gave up Julio a, a, Turan. He gave up a league leading forty one in two thousand eighteen. We have Julio Turan. I like Turan. He's solid. He's Tehran. Isn't he out? He's on the COVID list. Okay. 
Um, we also have Jose Suarez, who I have no idea about. Young guy. Okay. 22 Huge. years old. Get him out of here. Left-handed guy. We'll see. Hey, not loving it. What about a, a twins comparison? But obviously the twins are better. But in the same way where we were like, hey, we don't know what's going to win this sixty games. Is it going to be offense? Is it going to be pitching? Because if it's pitching, the twins can still do it. If it's pitching, the Angels don't. are just out. Yeah, you can't compare those. I'm just saying their their offense is de- is better than their staff. That's the only comparison I'm making. Yeah, the but twins they are also, much better. Twins have a great bullpen as well. Yeah, yeah. I, if pitching is going to be the key here, they're out. But the offense is awesome. Remember when Lestella was going off last year and they broke his leg? Yeah. BBD cried about it because he remembered big the tears. time that he broke his leg. Big, big tears. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're going to be fun to watch, man. They're going to be a good late night, um, you know, 10 p.m. gummy up with Trev. Watch. I mean, watching Rendon and Soto go back-to-back in that Nationals lineup was must-watch TV. Trout, Rendon, Otani, however they line those guys up, like that's going to be a rough inning for any pitcher in Major League Baseball. It's going to be fun. I'm rooting. Otani, your AL MVP. I'm rooting for you, Angels, because I want to see the best player ever play in the playoffs. Yeah, Jake gets very frustrated with the Angels. Never won a playoff game. Yeah. I don't know. Call up Joe Adelto. Can we root for that? We like him. I like that. I'm okay. For that. Where Don, are you going next, A's? Be special, Otani. Shit down my throat. Dylan Bundy. Bundy. Athletics. The A's. I was riding hot on these A's. They don't get enough love. They didn't, I don't think they got enough love in the Astros scandal in general because <laughs> this is the team that's been finishing behind them pretty much every year and winning a bunch of games. They probably have the best infield in baseball. I'd have to dig a little deeper, but I think I can say that fairly confidently. Say top. Say top. Top. There you go. Top top infield in baseball. Uh, they've bullpen stacked. They got guys that get out. Um, it kind of falls into, you know, some team. Some people love this starting pitching staff. Some have their question marks. I really like the A's. And like, watch out. They're they're going to be on their own fuck you tour. They should be just as pissed as the Dodgers and the Yankees. Is Lazardo cracking? The staff right away, or is, what he's are we coroned. Oh, bummer. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 cracking the staff right away. I think he's. Re- I think they're ready to go with him. Birch Smith fires. Is it Manea? So I mean, very quickly, this staff can become like Puck Lazardo Montas. How do you say his last name? Montas. Yeah. Sure. Fires and Manea are up there now, but Manea's good. Fires. I, I don't know. I mean. It, he had a good year last year, right? Is he consistently good? Manaya's been good. The the slider I, I, app thing isn't nice to him. I know all his peripherals suck, but I like Manaya. He's fine. I saw him yeah. throw a no hitter live, so that was awesome. Bang! Frankie Montas was having a great year, and then um, drugs, drugs. I'm on my mind. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah, and their bullpen, their bullpen is great. They have guys, you know, that are reaching the majors right now. They have guys that you know, Lazardo, Puck. Sean Murphy's a huge catching prospect where they need some yeah. help there, so he's yeah. going to step in. Uh, and then, like you said, you got the guys that are just there. We all we all know about the other guys. I mean, you got some. I home, think the, I think it is kids. the best infield in baseball. Bunch of hometown kids. They've developed players. They always do. Simeon and Piscotty are from the Bay Area. 
What up? I never count out A's starting pitching staff just because it always seems like they don't have enough and they figure it out. They're one of those teams. Dude, is Chris Bassett the pitcher that has like the mustache and the high the That's high socks? Mengen. Men, uh, yeah, yeah, it's Magnan. Magnan, yeah, 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 yeah. We like him. I like him. It's funny. It's in the past. It's a super like a tall dude. Oh yeah, big old head on him. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if if you're Oakland, what's your path to winning the division? Like Puck or Lazardo has to be special. These guys are special. Right, but I'm they saying are. for this year, like they're very young, they're massively talented. I'm saying for this sixty game season, like one of them has to be special. Sure. I don't know, man. You can do it without them. Probably. Yeah. Their offense is good. They have the most foul ground. The they're gonna get outs that other teams and other pitchers don't get. Incredible, dude. Their defense is so yeah freaking good. That puts a lot of or relieves a lot of pressure from the starters. I'm in on him, man. Yeah. Like, do I want to pick him to win the AL West? Like, yeah, I do. I want to pick him to win the AL West. Wow. Should I just do it right now? They have a pretty soft opening to the season. Angels, Rockies, Mariners, mm. Texas. Mm. I like that. Then they go uh, Astros, Angels. What? Their lineup is deep. I think the lineup gets overlooked, man. I, Loriano was hurt last year. He he told us that in person. Not a big deal. Um, but Pussy I, boy. Simeon, <laughs> Simeon, Chapman, Olsen, those three are monsters. Canna just sneaks up on you and gets you. Like Chris Davis in the sixth hole, I'm assuming he's going to bounce back somewhat, but the fact that he's in the sixth hole says something. And then like He's not going to hit in the sixth hole, is he? Dude. What did he hit last year? Well, dude, they kind of slid him down because he was slumping pretty hard last year. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, uh, Murphy made a splash last year. It'll be Franklin Barreto's been a big prospect for a while. I wonder if he can win second base from Tony Kemp or if Tony Kemp can put it together and be nice. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, man, this, this team in every – like we talked about the Cardinals being the most well-rounded in the Central. The, a, the A's could be the most well-rounded team in baseball. They can pitch. That. They got starting pitchers. They got bullpen pitchers. They got offense. They got defense. Just like all around, they're checking the boxes. They don't have the star power of probably the Dodgers and the Yankees, but. On July 17th, Chris Davis was removed from the four hole. Bump up. Went to the six. A year ago today. Is that today's date? Or Friday. Yeah. Um, Wait, no. Yes. I like the A's vibe, man. All these guys seem to get along. They seem to, like, have, like, an identity of sorts. It's pretty easy to do that when you have to walk around and piss and shit and pay for your own Coke out of the vending machine, so. That's not true, but. It was true at one point. Yeah, but it's not anymore. <laughs> at one point. At it's one a point. bad clubhouse. Let me tell I'm not going to, I'm not gonna do them any favors here like i i brought in candles and incense when i played mm. there because it was disgusting <laughs> when i lived in the bay area we took like a tour for little league and the visitors bullpen bench was just a metal bench that you would find at like a your any park in the middle of an american yeah. town with they didn't have cushions they didn't have a back just a metal bench good bench i sit on that bench it's cold in the bay area at night you gotta sit on metal all night 
it's freezing there all the damn time. Freezing. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Like a blankie. Um, yeah, but this, look, let's get back. This is a good team. Yeah. They are going to challenge to win the West. The Astros obviously have a great roster. Let's hope they – I don't even know. I don't want to hope anything for them, to be honest with you. So I, I'm, I'm going to go out and say that this is the team I'm picking to win the AL West. Ooh. Hendricks was has so special last year. He deserves to have his name said, if you don't know. But they've got guys in the bullpen, too. Let's go to John Boy's Houston Astros. Um what do, what do you think about these guys? Most hated player? They're a good team still, kind of. Their pitching kind of takes a big hit. Um, you know, they got Granky and Verlander now, and that's a great one, too. I love watching both of those guys pitch. But after that, like, who are they leaning on? McCullers coming back. Yeah. Josh James has all the talent in the world, but he's got to put it together. Oh, he's sleeping better now, and that's great. And then they got Framber. No, Framber. but who's the other guy? That was that was um. Your Quitty. He's not going to be a starter. Or Keedy has injured. not reported that- to camp. Injured or COVID. Corona. We're assuming yeah, BBD's given the. We're assuming. I was excited for him. Uh, I don't know. They're going to be good, man. They got a lot of bats. They got a lot of good Bro, defense. Their freaking ta- lineup is – I might have to change who I'm picking to win the <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Look at the lineup. They don't even have freaking Air Jordan in there. Yeah. So, what's going on with him? I think he's COVID in. Same as Urquidy. They Neither of them have reported. So that's interesting. Are they potentially opt well, out? That just that just means that no. That just means they probably tested positive before this all started, and they're waiting on. Yeah, the report was Could just be a that visa both of them have an issue preventing them from being okay. able to report. To so the we'll team assume COVID. Was. So, ooh, COVID. This lineup without Jordan is scary. It's messed up, man. So yeah, this is. I mean, they're obviously an excellent team. Yeah. I had a question Starting for everyone. Pretty damn good too. Their bullpen lost a lot. They did. Who they is Cy Sneed? What'd you call me? <laughs> Who's Cy Sneed? It's his name, Cy Sneed. Cy Snee. Cy Sneed. His nickname is the Yukon Cornelius. I guess. I mean, too. Even their bullpen. Look. <laughs> Whoa. They lost some guys. Okay, but when you got Osuna and Presley, awful name. Sneed. Like Presley, Presley was he got hurt at the end of last year, right? He missed the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. I think he was just like worn out. Slash. No, I th- no, he got hurt. Okay. Um, Will Harris is gone. Joe Smith opted out like today, I think. Davinsky hasn't Presley's been the guy. same. Cy Sneed. Cy Sneed time. It's obviously the the LOS is theirs to lose. I'm not going to be rooting for them, but I will uh, say that they're probably the best team. I mean, how could you not say that? Mm. The lineup's dirty, and dude, like you mentioned, like there's also some young guys. Like Kyle Tucker was a pretty big prospect, fifth overall pick. Like I think he's going to get full run this year. Um, Jordan with a quote unquote full season, but he was special in a half season hold, last hold, year. Hold on, hold on. Who is this? Monster they have coming up to pitch for them. Forrest Whitley. Yeah. yeah. He's six he's big... seven. Yeah, dude. He's got that lanky, I'm a good pitcher body. 
There's a there's a good viral video of him yesterday from uh, McTaggart, the beat reporter down here, that he clap his hand when he throws with his right hand, he claps his back on the follow through. Oh my god! All right, so I'm like this is that's creepy. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be pretty special, and if he hey rooting for young guys this year, like he could be. Forrest Whitley's a guy you might have to know his name come October. They're a scary team, dude. Yeah. So scary much Maldonado. Pretty good looking dude, too. So that much, doesn't hurt. So much talent, man. Why'd they have to fucking cheat? It is, there is some question to be left of how talented and how scary yeah. they are. Some. I think they all think they have skill and they're good. But I don't think so, Jim. I don't think so at all. Yeah, you do. You're interested. It's going to suck for whichever one of these guys has a tough 60 games. Yeah. I want, look, anyone that's associated with what happened in 2017 and most likely 18 and 19, I don't want them to do well. It makes me mad. The problem with that is they're going to do good. These are really good baseball players. So unless they've just 1,000% completely been reliant on knowing exactly every single pitch, which I know a lot of them have, and I've seen Michael Brantley hit before. No, it's, you know, I mean, this no, is, the this guys team are, is fucking stacked, dude. Yeah. The guys you're is, looking at are Correa, Bregman, and, and Altuve seeing Springer and seeing like what happens. And I, I think they're still good. Like, I think they're very talented uh, players, but I mean, I feel like we just all don't want to go hard on them. They did know what pitch was coming at crucial <laughs> Maybe, moments. Yeah. Like, that's not a lie. Maybe I'm undervaluing that aspect of it. Uh, it. To me, I just don't think they were doing it for three straight years every single pitch. 2017 definitely were. We know that. Um, but damn, I mean, just in my mind when I'm looking at this lineup and this roster, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, and it's I think outside of that, for again a sixty game sample, it's going it's it's going to suck for whoever struggles because they're going to get killed for all the stuff when it's sixty games and anyone could have a bad sixty games even if you know what shit's coming, and then someone's going to be like if Altuve goes and hits three fifty this year, he's going to tell everybody, see I was fine, and it's like well you still cheated, dude. Nobody really cares. Um, but now we're just we're just John Boy's pawns living into it. Um, I mean, Carlos Correa, where is he going to hit in the lineup? I mean, on Fangrass, they have him seventh. There's no way he's going to hit seventh. But dude, maybe he will because they have Jordan still not yeah. even in this And thing. Correa's he's numbers haven't – Correa's kind of on watch this year. His hitting numbers have not been what Carlos Correa is supposed to be. Dude, he – it was last pretty year, good he had last year. 926 OPS, 137 uh, OPS plus. Come on, man. Yeah, it was half a season. But yeah, it was really just 18 that was bad. That's my bad, and it was a half season. The year before was bad. He had a 728 OPS. Mm. So About my career right there. Last, last <clears> year, <throat> well, this guy was a 1 1, right? I don't know. He's a yeah. weirdo. I know that. Yeah, he, yeah. This I'm guy, not rooting for him. This guy was number one overall pick in the draft. He had a full season with a 728 OPS. His career's great. He had a nice half season last year. He'll probably be if really good. If he's hitting good. fucking seventh in your lineup, you yeah, know, something's going on. No, that's a guy who could be two hole on a lot of teams. Grade A weirdo. Let's finish up with the creme Dude, de la they creme. Play. Oh, you schedule do the gym. schedule stuff. Jeez, schedule jeez. Here's my important schedule tidbit. 
from July 31st until August 9th, they play a team whose name starts with, who has got an A as their logo. And that's that's a crazy stretch. Angels, Arizona A's. So do what you're going to do with that. Whoa. Next. Any no other notes on the lineup? Nah, it's pretty it's fine. It's standard. They uh I didn't know Yuli Guriel was so old. Yeah, it's like forty two. They go Seattle, uh Dodgers, Angels. Got BBD with that one. Trevor Plus thirty six years old. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, he's thirty six? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that either. He's a Makes is he sense. a Cuba I mean, he guy? from Cuba. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you got a little age there, but Trevor Plouffe, can you tell me, as the king of L.A., yeah. Mr. Nasty from Calabasie, tell me about these Los Angeles Dodgers, because everything we just said about the Astros, <laughs> I think you can check-raise them with the Dodgers. Their lineup is incredible. Dumb. It was incredible, and then they added the second best, third, <laughs> second or third best player in the yeah. game. Um, there's just and and the bench has depth. I think that's something that we've been talking about a lot. Is you're gonna need the depth in a season like this. The Dodgers have everything and depth. They're in a position to like Jim. I think you you said someone's gonna win 45 games this year. I mean, this is the team that could go out and win 45 games, and you wouldn't even you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. They're really, really good. Yeah. Like, their pitching is really good. Everything is good. Starting pitching is great. Bullpen. Their young guys guys are exciting and good. Their veterans are good. The in-between guys are good. They got guys like Chris Taylor, who didn't hit a home run his whole life, hitting 20 a year now. I mean, they're just good. And it's organization. It's organate. What am I trying to say? Organizational. Organizational. Yeah. Uh, Like. Can I give you a Chris Taylor stat since we're on him? Sure, sure. Throw them our way. Uh, some, someone put this out and said, since the beginning of 2018, or it might have been whenever Taylor became a full-time player in the big leagues. Yep. Per war, he's like the 14th best player in the National League over that time. Is that not insane? Yeah. I'm not a big Chris Taylor guy. Something about his face weirds me out. Are you Are you thinking of Matt Beatty by accident? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm thinking <laughs> about Chris Taylor. Does he have a weird face too? The guy we were talking about. Yeah, Matt Beatty's got the weird face, though. Here, okay. Here's here here's what's plagued the Dodgers, and I've had listened to my friends talk about this every year. What's plagued the Dodgers has been their bullpen. Yeah. Wait, you might have been talking about Chris Taylor. Oh, my God, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Which um, one wears the glasses? In Chris the Taylor's bullpen, glasses. Trevor. You're right. Kenley Jansen isn't the Kenley Jansen he used to be. I think he can still be very nice, but he's not. Kenley Jansen, Cy Young votes Kenley Jansen. Pedro they addressed Baez, it. They addressed it, though. They addressed the tri- need. With Trinan? Trinan and Gratterall. Gratterall, yeah. I'm rooting, Two guys I'm rooting huge in. for Gratterall. Yeah. So if if you got – nobody likes to see Baez pitch here, trust me when I say that. They're always terrified when he comes in. Kenley, even to me, is not a lights-out guy anymore. Like maybe no. he gets a guy that gets the job done done but man at when you're when you have a closer like that we had that with Alex Colomay in 2017 with the Rays and it was like he got the job done but it was 
you're biting your nails. He's putting runners on base. That's kind of what Kenley has done. Still great numbers. Um, but if those two guys come in and then they can play like the uh, platoon thing with guys like Caleric and Trev, can I do a trivia? I hope you guys aren't on this page. Blake sure. Trinan. Yes. Off year last year, 2018, one of the more special years a reliever, a reliever has had. Can either of you guess what his ERA plus was? He appeared in 68 games. ERA plus. Which year? 2018. So his special year. His special year. ERA plus 20, uh, set, uh, 68 games. You're making me think it's huge. 420. 420, good guess. Trev? 169. 531. That's close. Wait. What are you talking about? The year training was special. He was crazy special. His, His ERA plus was 531. 100 is average. That can't, that's got to be a fucking typo, Jim. He's not f- 500% better than average. He was. Trev, he appeared in 68 games. He pitched 80 innings. He allowed seven earned runs all season. He had a 0 7 For comparison's eight. sake, uh, that Zach Britton special year, 803 ERA+. plus. She's the 2016 Britton. So, if Trinan can do that. Yeah. What do you do the next year? Uh, 88. Yeah. <laughs> 88 so, ERA+. Plus. Baseball's a pretty fuck sport. I'm, I want to see, because Jimmy mentioned organizationally in, in the way he did. I want to see which young pitcher steps up for them. We, we've seen Arias for a few years. Uh, Dustin May kind of kind of became the hot thing last year. Bruce Star Gratterall came over. Which one of those guys steps up and which role do they step into? Does Dustin May become a weapon out of the bullpen or does he find his way in the rotation? Uh, Bruce Star, I think after the trade went through and didn't went through, I think a lot of people are rooting for him and he has a fun name. Uh, so yeah, I I want to see more out of that bullpen. Walker Bueller. I'm still like tripping out on what you just said about your maybe I, maybe like the stat in my mind is warped because like I'm I'm thinking like on the other side like um what am I thinking like OPS plus like you never see a 500. By the way, Gavin Lux, the number two prospect in all of baseball, slides into their nine hole. So yes. Yes, they have everything. Um, one they guy, like I'm, I'm curious to watch, and I'm kind of excited about this year is a, a Jock Peterson who got traded. Yeah, and then didn't get traded. That's how you motivate a guy. Little chip on the shoulder, Jock, and he looks jacked. He's, he has big Popeye arms right now. I saw an interview where he had a sleeveless shirt on, mm. and he looked like freaking Mark McGuire. I don't know if it was the angle or what, but it's not how he interviewed. Not with young us. enough for you though. Pipes on him. Like I'm a little younger. And, guys, don't forget, I had a little inside uh, like view into the player development side of the Dodgers, and uh, I got to see some of their guys. And? Um, they, they know what they're doing there. I wasn't blown away by it. I think maybe they've just drafted well. Obviously, they've had results with their player development side, but um, – They have I nerves love, in the I tunnel for Jeter, real. I love Jeter Downs. Yes, you love him Jeter. We, ha- we know. And then hit trade them. Talk about Jeter every episode. You're in love so with him. So much them. Jeter. Jeter this, Jeter that. Different Jeter. Well, not the way we edit it. 
All right, we're running. We're yeah. running behind though. We got to end this. That is your Western region. The West. No preview. Dave Price. Dodgers are good. Astros are good. A's are good. Those are the three good teams, in my opinion. Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Astros. Pick one right now. Go. Pick one between who? Dodgers, Astros. Dodgers. Dodgers. On paper, Dodger. the Dodgers are the best team in MLB. Easily. They got Mookie Dodgers, Betts. Yankees. Their Dodgers on paper are better than the Yankees. Dodgers, easily. Yankees. Don't say on paper. Dodgers, Yankees. Well, we're that's the whole thing. We're doing on paper. I can't. You want me to fantasize a game in my head and tell you that? Yes, outcome? I do. I do. Yanks won. All right. Cole comes out to pitch the first. He looks good. Yeah. Uh, Walker Cole Bueller on the Walker mound. Bueller. Oh, Walker Bueller got mm. lost on the way to the stadium. It looks like they're going to throw Tony Gonsolin out there, and he oh, gets shelled. It's oh, Catter no. Day. Meow. Meow. Oh, How God. dare you talk about a Vanderbilt pitcher like that? Take that shirt off. Tony G? How dare you? Oh, you're talking about Walker? Dude, he Walker's got, fine in that scenario. He just got lost. Walker got <laughs> lost. It was a ploy by the Yankees. It was a good ploy. A lot of detour signs in the Bronx. He got kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, Celtic pride situation. So good game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> On paper, the I think the Dodgers are way better, but <laughs> in the game that we just did, the Yanks won. That's awesome. In my, in, in my game, the Rays won the East, and the mm. Yankees lost the wild card game. So. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Thanks for listening. I hope. Five Goodbye. stars, Tony Gonsolin. Catterday. Clayton Kershaw. Good year, bad year. Who? Good year. Best pitcher of our lifetime. Garrett Cole? No. The Garrett Cole Hall of Famer? Can't hear you right now. The music's playing. Jake can. He doesn't have the music in his ears. Tony Gonsolin at Gale. St. Mary's. Colts.